Hello everyone, welcome back to Season 3 of Titan Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their experiences at Cal State Fullerton. This week we talked to Nicholas Cabeza, who graduated from CSUF in 2018 with a BA in Public Admin and a minor in Human Services. He is also receiving his Master's of Public Admin in Local Government Management from USC. He currently serves as a CSUF Alumni Association board member, and he's a field rep for Assemblymember Patrick O'Donnell. You can catch all future episodes on TitanRadio.com on Saturdays at 6 p.m. or on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash alumni. Thank you, Nicholas, for joining us today on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. You do currently two things. So one, you're a board member for the uh, Alumni Engagement Office, and you oversee communications and marketing. And the other, you're a field rep for Assemblymember Patrick O'Donnell. So I could go into kind of both those those aspects of um, of what I do. So currently I work for assembly member Patrick O'Donnell. So he represents Long Beach, San Pedro, Signal Hill, and Catalina Island in the state assembly. And my role is I often, you know, represent the assembly member at events. Um, and this can be, you know, at school board meetings, city council meetings. Um, I oversee a lot of policy issues and conduct a lot of research um, related to those policy issues. Um, I staff the assembly member at different um, you know, meetings, um, whether or not, you know, uh, constituents want to meet with him regarding supporting or opposing a specific bill. Um, right now, the work, the nature of my work has changed, you know, because of COVID. Um, so we're not able to do a lot of those personal one-on-one -on -one interactions, but we are still doing a lot of, you know, providing resources to, you know, those most vulnerable in our community. Um, so that has been, you know, a huge priority for the assembly member. Um, and in our office is to provide, you know, constituents with different resources, whether that's EDD on the state level, or, um, you know, different um, services and resources on the local level. Um, so that's kind of my, my role as a field representative with the assembly member. Um, and then in my other capacity, I actually serve on the Alumni Association Board of Directors. So I just finished my um, first year and that was a great experience. Um, my first year, you know, was all about, you know, learning how the board operates and how it functions. Um, but now in my current capacity as, um, the um, you know over who oversees communications and marketing i'm able to get you know be, be more engaged um, and we actually started this really cool voter education series um, designed to educate you know cal state Fullerton students and the titan community about um, different aspects related to voting so we actually just wrapped up um, yesterday actually um, a session with the orange county registrar's office um, around you know the importance of voting and addressing any misconceptions around voting so that was really cool um, we do plan on hosting some other um, voting um, and engagement opportunities, including a session on, um, you know, propositions in a, you know, bipartisan manner and trying to figure out what those mean, especially for college students, as well as another um, Instagram live session. And that will be held on the 23rd, um, October 23rd from 6.30 to 7. And that's around um, pluralism and trying to, you know, how to compromise with those, you know, who have different opinions. Um, so that's going to be a really cool uh, session as well. So I've really enjoyed my experience on the board. Um, and I love my experience at Cal State Fullerton, and I'm excited to discuss this more. Mm -hmm. Especially in such like a polarizing time, it's really nice having people try and break it down in a nonpartisan way. So we get like the factual information without being bogged down. I know like after the debates, uh, every side is trying to analyze, like overanalyze every single movement that any candidate does. So it's nice seeing like bipartisan analysis of what is going on and how do we better prepare ourselves for the voting season. Let's start off with your role as a board member. You graduated in 2018 and then you started on a board member in 2019. So what made you come back to Cal State Fullerton and decide to volunteer so quickly and give back to the community? 
Yeah, so I um, decided to volunteer because I really loved my experience at Cal State Fullerton. Um, I, you know, I chose Cal State Fullerton because it was a local university and it was very, really affordable. Um, and I was a first generation college student. So this experience was completely uh, new to me, but you know, little did I realize that you know, my life would completely, completely change by attending the university. So I met a lot of my really close friends there. I had the opportunity to participate in a lot of cool um, leadership clubs and organizations that really you know, elevated my leadership skills. Um, I was able to work on campus and kind of start my you know, professional um, life there in terms of I started as a student assistant and gained some experience in the public sector and worked you know, um, on staff in the facilities department. Um, and really I was able to you know, get, get a lot of good experience in the realm of politics and public policy um that i decided you know what um, cal state fullerton has made such a huge impact in my life and i want to be able to uh, you know help other students um and you know connect alumni with current students because there's a lot of great alumni in the community throughout and throughout the region so connecting those alumni with current students and really building you know that partnership um that's why i wanted to join the alumni board mm -hmm. And you mentioned you were a first generation student and a lot of my friends and uh, people I've interviewed in the past, they are first generation students. And I think Cal State Fullerton is one of the best schools for that. Uh, let's get back to your field rep uh, job for assembly member Patrick O'Donnell. So I know before you were an intern for uh, Josh Newman, right? Senator Josh Newman. So how does that work? Uh, who do you choose to work for? Or do you just apply in general and they match you with someone? Yeah, so um, one of the really cool things that I was able to participate during my time on campus at Cal State Fullerton is this program called um, the Sacramento Semester Program. And what that is, um, is a program that um, is, gathers a lot of different students from across the CSU system. So it was really cool because I was able to intern in Sacramento with students from different Cal States from you know throughout the Cal state of California. And a lot of, a lot of those um, of my colleagues and, and students at the time um, they were interning, you know, for uh, different members. Um, some were interning in the executive branch. Some were interning, you know, in different capacities and, um, you know, within lobbying firms. But I really wanted to intern for um, a member that represented my community, which was at the time was Senator Josh Newman. So the way that process worked is um, you had to um, apply to these different offices once you got accepted into the program, and based on, you know, your your interest. Um, and kind of your skill set, you know, the office then decides whether or not they want to bring you in on uh, as an intern. I see. So there's a lot that you could do working with like an intern or as a field rep for an assembly member. So tell me a little bit about uh, your background at Cal State Fullerton and with politics. Has it been something you've always wanted to get into or was it something that you uh, sort of just learned and just leaned that way after a while? Yes. Yeah, so um, I actually applied to Cal State Fullerton as a psychology major. Um, I took, you know, psychology in, in high school and I thought, you know, I wanted to become like a psychologist, a counselor, kind of go into that realm of things. Um, but after taking my first political science course, uh, my professor was actually the mayor of Brea at the time, which was really cool. So he was able to gain, you know, to provide firsthand real world scenarios. Um, and this was a, you know, intro to political science course. So, you know, very basic surface level um, things. Um, and that really just, you know, fascinated me. And, um, I've I always had like a civically minded you know mindset, um, but after taking that course with with the professor, um, I decided hey I want to I want to go more into the realm of public politics and public service. So I switched my major to public administration, um, which is similar to political science, but it focuses on um, managing and like delivering public services um, and working kind of with with the elected officials to get that done. 
Um, and what I can say about the public administration program at Cal State Fullerton is a lot of their pro professors were practitioners in the field, which was really cool um, because I was able to learn, you know, from these different practitioners throughout Orange County, and that really, you know, made a huge impact on, on my learning experience. I see. And you're also receiving your master's from USC for uh, local government management. I just want to know, are all of these like degrees and minors and bachelors necessary to get into politics? Or is it possible for someone like, say, me as a computer science major, if I have a change of heart right after I graduate, can I still like get into politics by interning or maybe even running for assembly member? Yeah, so um, in terms of getting into politics, there's not necessarily, you don't have to, you know, major in political science. There's a lot of even elected officials who um, may not have even, you know, majored in political science or for that matter even have a college degree um, but really the the education that you'll get from you know political science helps you understand the political dynamics because you're able to gain um, knowledge and information around like california government and politics state and local politics um, and try to understand you know the political landscape um, but it's not necessarily a requirement for political you know for the politics however going into like um, the public sector and public service realm of things, um, such as like um, local government and administering services. Most folks, um, especially in like management positions, are required to have um, higher education experience um, because of these complex issues that deal with, you know, delivering services to so many, so many different you know, diverse communities while also balancing like the needs of the community and understanding the needs of like the elected officials too, right? So there's a lot of, there's a lot at play um, in terms of like local government and trying to deliver services. I see. So it is something that you can kind of pick up at, at home, but it is better to uh, be in the field and get taught at a university. Yeah. And what I recommend, you know, if um, students aren't interested or if they are interested in kind of learning more about politics and is, you know, intern, intern with your local representative, intern with your state representative. Um, a lot of the times I manage the district, um, the district office internship program at our office. So I get a lot of students who are, you know, who may not necessarily be interested in like political science or like politics, but they're passionate about environmental issues, um, which, you know, they're closely related. So I have, you know, those, those interns kind of do a lot of research around environmental legislation to see, you know, how we can get that going. So the cool thing about political science and public policy is it covers so many different fields um, that if you're interested in, you know, the health profession, if you're interested in environmental justice, if you're interested in housing issues, um, it, politics and public policy really encompasses all of those um, and you'll be able to find your fit. I see. That's really awesome that uh, you're able to do quite a bit just by getting or getting into political science. You can really branch off into a lot of different fields to work on something that you're really passionate for. So I was wondering if uh, since you did graduate recently, uh, were there any requirements like having to have an internship or working on different jobs before you graduate? Yeah, so the really cool thing about the political science and public administration program is um, there is a internship requirement um, in order to get your, your degree. And, and really that, that internship requirement is so valuable. You're exposed to how, you know, public policy or, you know, political science, political, you know, politics works. So um, I think it's really valuable that the, the program offer, you know, is requires the um, students to intern. And I think it's a good opportunity for students just to learn about, you know, different opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because in, in a lot of fields, like you're graduating already with some experience, some background, whereas like some other schools may not require those backgrounds. So you already have like a leg up on other people, which is a nice thing to have, like getting into the workforce right after you graduate. Especially in like politics and public service, those experiences matter. Yeah, uh, They definitely matter because 
you know, other offices, other elected officials, they want to see that you're able to, you know, work with the community. They want to see that you're able to analyze legislation. They want to see that you're capable of doing these different, you know, tasks. And an internship is one way of proving that. Um, and my recommendation is if you're interested in, you know, working in, in politics, try to try to um, intern with a elected official that represents your values, um, that represents your interests. Um, so I was interested and passionate about education. So I decided to work for, you know, Assemblymember O'Donnell, but there's tons of other elected officials out there who, you know, ha have um, specializations, if you will, in different policy areas. Um, so if you're passionate about housing, if you're passionate about environmental issues, try to find a representative that, you know, uh, aligns with your values and, and intern from them. So we're back with Nick and we're about to ask him some quick fire questions and we just want to know his answers to all of these and these are some pressing topics. So the first one is coffee versus tea. Um, tea. Tea. Which was better, undergrad or graduate? Uh, I am in my first semester of graduate school, so I'll have to say undergraduate. <laughs> say undergraduate. Are you an early bird or a nap, night owl? Uh, night owl. You're a night owl. Math or language arts? Language arts. Math is awful. <laughs> I hate math. Uh, do you prefer in-person classes or virtual classes? Definitely in person. Definitely in person. Are you a dog a dog person or a cat person? A dog. More dog. All right. Phone calls or texts? Uh, text messages. Text yeah. messages. Waffles or pancakes? Uh, waffles. Waffle. iOS or Android? iOS. Would you rather online shop or shop in a store? Uh, shop in the store when it's safe to do so. <laughs> I see. Pen or pencil? Pen. Pen. Horror movie or a comedy movie? A comedy. Winter or summer? Winter. We, we are almost exactly like polar opposites. Really? Like maybe only like two or three we agree on, but other than that, no, these are all wrong. You answered them all wrong. But uh, I think I think most people that I've interviewed answered the, the way you did. So I think you fared pretty well. Okay. Uh, so now we're gonna ask uh, a bit about students who wanna get into your field or like advice from students in general. So let's say someone who's in their like first or second year, or maybe the incoming freshmen who have never had online classes up until now. So what's what's some advice to like get through it and get through university? Yeah, um, my advice would be don't be afraid to communicate with your professors. Um, if you're struggling in a specific class, um, you know, reach out to your professors. All of my professors at Cal State Fullerton throughout my entire program, as well as, you know, in my general, you know, elect or general ed requirements, they were all very, you know, passionate educators and really cared about, you know, student success. Um, so if I had, you know, any difficulties with any any subject, you know, I would always go to the professor and they would always, you know, be willing to make some some more time, perhaps during office hours or at, on, uh, during a time that you're available to get some extra clarification. Um, also, what helps me is, uh, especially now, is um, kind of communicating with your classmates um, about you know different topics um, that you didn't understand, or if you're like writing you know a proposal, kind of throwing some ideas out there and kind of talking it out with your classmates. Um, the the really cool thing about my master's program um, is, you know, it's it's focused on like collaboration, right? Um, so the program really require, and even in undergrad too, they um, require you to do a lot of like collaborating with your students, um, your colleagues to make sure that, you know, you, you deliver the best product. Um, so making sure that you you um, communicate with your students and with your classmates and your professor um, definitely can help during these challenging times. I see. And then uh, students who want to get into your field or politics, so let's say maybe a senior, uh, what's like one of the first things they should do if they don't have like prior experience or maybe they're like super introverted and they're not really comfortable trying to go out and make friends or talk to other people and they're kind of struggling in the sense that 
they're not sure what's next for them. Yeah. So um, if you if you're in politics, you know, um, and, and you're interested in politics, you can also jump in on a specific campaign. Um, so campaigns are really cool because um, there's a lot of things that you can do, right? So you can um, for those introverts who may, who may not you know want to talk to you know may not want to go door knocking you know to every door. Um, they're able to you know do a lot of text messages. They're able to do a lot of things on social media. They're able to like make flyers and kind of coordinate events, um, and that's still kind of being involved in the political process. Um, so I would recommend you know jumping in on a campaign um, and interning you know whenever possible, whether it's for an elected official, whether it's for a community organization or nonprofit. Um, you know those experiences matter, um, and and you'll definitely you know be able to gain a lot of first real world experiences by interning. So uh, also, I forgot to ask, uh, you commuted to Cal State Fullerton, right, in your undergrad? So I commuted my first year. Um, and then after that, I lived um, across the way uh, on at UCA. I see. And did you participate in any clubs on campus or any other activities outside of work? Yeah, so I was in um, ASI Lobby Corps. So that focused on you know um, advocating for different legislation and kind of getting students involved in different, you know, civically engaged um, opportunities. Um, so I did that. I also did the Student Leadership Institute. So I was on their executive board there in like the marketing realm. Um, so I was able to kind of recruit a lot of, of participants and try to get them involved in the, the organization. Um, so I was involved in a lot of those different leadership aspects in terms I of- I guess ASI is like the mini government right before you get into actual government. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess like for any like poli sci student, uh, it's easy to get involved in there. And uh, now that I think about it, there are a lot of committees that happen on campus, whether it's like through different clubs or any like funds that we distribute. Uh, I just joined the IRA committee uh, where we determine where the IRA funds go to uh, every year. So it's very simple. Like they just send out emails, just reply to them and apply uh, to get involved on campus into like a mini government before you move on. Those experiences matter, right? When you go into those job interviews and you're able to talk about those experiences, that matters to different employers, especially in the realm of you know politics and public service. Um, so I would encourage students if they're able, you know, and any opportunities that are available to be a part of you know the campus community and to make those decisions, whether that's you know student organization or student leadership, um, try to take advantage of those opportunities. I see. And uh, regarding political science, uh, I know with like other majors, let's say uh, if you're majoring in uh, medical or you're majoring in computer science, the top of your field is just to get at a good job at, let's say, Google or Facebook. And for a doctor, maybe at like Kaiser or another high healthcare profession. Uh, for pol political science majors, is it just like everyone wants to become the president of the US? Or where is like the top goal that people are satisfied with or kind of want to achieve in that field? Yeah, so um, I think it really depends, you know, there, um, there are those folks who may want to run um, and, and be an elected official themselves. Um, and then there's those folks who want to be behind the scenes and, and you know, help kind of democracy work um, and deliver those, you know, public services and those public goods. Um, so depending on kind of like what your interests are, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, finding that, that right um, elected official that resonates with your values um, that might be you know someone's top priority uh, another person's top priority may be you know um, working for a community and eventually um, running to be that community's representative um, so in the realm of you know political science there's a lot of different options out there um, and even a lot of uh, corporations in the private sector they have government relations folks 
Um, so what that means is they have people who advocate for their industry. Um, so whether that's tech, whether that's healthcare, you could work in these different uh, private sector companies um, and advocate for those interests if that's something that you're, that you're interested in. So there's a lot of different pathways um, in the realm of political science and public administration um, and, and working on the local level too is an option. Um, it just really depends on what, what you wanna do. I see. And uh, getting back into like the whole politics and how high up you can go, I'm uh, just wondering uh, what does success mean to you? Yeah, so success for me means being able to, you know, help a person or a community, um, you know, navigate government, right? So government is so, you know, complex to the, you know, uh, average citizen. Um, not everyone, is, you know, majored in political science and knows the difference between local, state, and federal government. Um, so really, my job as a field representative is to uh, make sure that these, you know, these people understand the, the different levels of government and to try to deliver uh, a service to them so that they can get their issue resolved. So even if it's not a state issue, which our office, you know, is able to engage in, I'm able to connect that person with a federal issue if they're experiencing an issue around, you know, immigration since, um, you know, that, that's federal jurisdiction, or if um, someone wants to, you know, um, complain about, um, you know, a tree or a dumpster, you know, I'm able to connect them with, you know, their local representative to get that issue resolved. So really for me, success means being able to um, help, you know, people and being able to um, deliver results. I see. And I don't see politics getting simpler or easier to understand anytime soon. Uh, hopefully there is a way to make it uh, easier for everyone to know who do I reach out to and what do I do later on. So there's always going to be a need for people to help guide us because there's no way everyone can know everything that is to know about politics. That's just not feasible. So having someone to guide is a successful way to go, in my opinion. How have your goals and aspirations changed, uh, let's say pre-college and up until now? Yeah, so um, during college, I I didn't know that I was gonna you know work for an elected official. It just kind of happened. <laughs> um, I found myself you know advocating on these different issues, and it made sense for me to just you know work for an elected official. Um, and you know I've now worked for uh, an elected official for two years, so I really got to understand. Um, you know, the aspect of, of public policy and kind of, you know, understanding um, legislation from, from, you know, like how an, uh, an idea is introduced to navigating it through the different, you know, committees um, and through, you know, ultimately and hopefully if the, if the bill becomes a law. Um, so I, may, I was able to kind of experience all of that. Um, so now, now, you know, understanding all of that, um, I want to be able to make it, you know, a bigger impact in, in the community. Um, so I think, you know, my next step would be um, working on the local level. So um, whether that's, you know, city government or um, to try um, to deliver these, you know, city services to diverse communities. I see. So uh, one of the last questions in this uh, topic are your thoughts on Finishing 15. Uh, I believe that was implemented maybe your last year at Cal State Fullerton. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you took four and a half years to graduate, right? Yeah, so I did, I actually took a bit longer um, okay. than I was, <laughs> I actually uh, took, uh, around like five years. Okay. Yeah. So the thoughts on finishing 15, where they uh, want students to graduate uh, in four years by taking 15 units each semester and getting their 120 units out. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I mean, I understand how that can be you know, valuable to some, but in my opinion, I think um, your experiences on campus matter. Um, whether or not you're able to be engaged on campus, you know, those opportunities matter. And, um, you know, the longer 
um, you're able to participate and be engaged on campus. I don't think that's an issue in my opinion. Um, so if it takes, you know, longer than four years to graduate, but you're able to gain, you know, a lot of hands-on experience through internships, through different leadership opportunities, through different clubs, um, I don't, I don't see that as a problem. Um, but I definitely understand, you know, how the system is encouraging, you know, students to kind of um, to try to graduate in a timely manner, just because we have so much, you know, students trying to also enter the system. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And seeing how you did so many things in university, it seems kind of difficult to imagine like getting a minor plus getting a bachelor's and then working and interning uh, to actually finish uh, what's four years only. Uh, I know personally I am taking an extra semester because just getting the minors and working on the extra classes and working as well, uh, it kind of does take a toll on the time and the amount of units I'm able to take. So I do have those like same opinions. If you are able to finish in 15, that is great. And uh, take those classes that you need and get out uh, in the timely manner, like you mentioned. But uh, if you do want to participate in the clubs and the internships and anything like that, then it's totally reasonable to take a little bit longer and just get the full college experience. Yeah, I mean, um, and you, you're, you want, you don't want to be like, you know, stressed out and overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, you're a college student, everyone's going to be stressed out and overwhelmed, but you don't want to like burden yourself even more. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just for the sake of graduating in four years, like, okay, if you graduate in four years, but you don't have any, you know, relevant experience, what is that going to do for you after? Um, so I think it's my, in my opinion, you know, it, it isn't necessarily, um, you know, a burden if you take longer than four years to graduate, especially if you're able to engage in a lot of those opportunities. Yeah, it's sort of like finding the balance and not trying to overdo it, just just for the sake of having that four-year name right behind you. Um, so to end it off, uh, since you are uh, really caught up in politics and uh, you know quite a bit about it and you're doing the voter education series, uh, are there some like quick facts or uh, some information that we should know about, maybe that we get confused about constantly, or maybe some important dates that are coming up uh, for the election cycle? Yeah, um, so what I can say is there's there's going to be um, two vote centers on campus, so one at the TSU and one at the um, Irvine campus. Um, so that's a really cool opportunity for not only college students, but also the you know, Orange County community to, to tap into. Um, and that resource will allow you to get a lot of information, nonpartisan information. You can check your voter registration status. Um, you can, it's really, you know, one-stop shop for all your voter needs, um, which is really good um, for college students. Um, one recommendation that I would, you know, add is um, check to see where, where you're registered at, right? Um, so for those students who want to be registered, you know, in their community back home, um, that's fine. Um, it's really, you know, a choice. Where, where do you want your representation to be, you know, back home or in this new place? Do you resonate more with, you know, the Fullerton community? Do you want your, your do you want to participate in, in, in that particular, you know, um, area to, to make your voice heard? So understand, you know, where you're registered to vote at and make sure your ballot um, is mailed accordingly. Um, that would be my advice. I see. So let's say someone, like I don't personally live in Orange County, uh, if I do come by the TSU, am I able to drop in my ballot in a different district? Um, so it depends on what county you live in. So okay. um, the voter, the Orange County Vote Center are for, you know, the county of Orange. Um, however, you know, LA County has their own, you know, vote center and vote system too. So um, it just really depends on, on what county you live in. I see. So it's important to make sure that you do drop off your ballot or mail in person or vote in person at your correct location. And uh, what is the last day to like register to vote or maybe to vote in by mail to make sure it's counted? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so my understanding is there, there's a really cool bill in the legislature um, that passed that indicates that um, it's the same day voter registration. So your actual students are able to, you know, register to vote, you know, at at the you know when they're ready to vote, uh, and that can be done at the vote center. Um, so that's that's an option there. So you can definitely go check out the the vote center um, and get that situated. Ballots have actually been recently mailed um, this week of October fifth too. So um, those ballots can be you know mailed or dropped off to a vote center, um, and you could even track your ballot too. So to end it off, uh, do you have any like last bits of advice for students on campus or anything of that sort? Yeah, so my advice would be to be involved in different clubs and organizations and don't be afraid to kind of put yourself out there um, to try to, uh, you know, learn about these different, you know, clubs on campus. If you're passionate about, you know, these different issues, there's, there's a club for like everything, you know, there's sports clubs, there's political clubs, um, there's a lot of different organizations too that you can be a part of. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and go attend a meeting and see what, what that organization or that club is all about. And also don't be afraid to intern. Mm -hmm. And that could be like outside of political science too, even if you're majoring in anything else. Once it aligns with your values, then it should be a perfect place for you to intern. With that being said, uh, I believe you are on a Retine Pro Network, is that correct? Uh, yes, I think so. So if you want to reach out to Nicholas, feel free to sign up for Time Pro Network. It's a program that's sort of like LinkedIn where you can connect to alumni. I believe we have over a thousand alumni signed up. Uh, so go ahead and sign up for our Time Pro Network today. And uh, is there anything else you would like to add, Nick? Um, if, if you're not sure, you know, who to, to work for, or um, if you want information about a specific, you know, elected official, um, please feel free to reach out and use me as a resource. I'd be happy to connect you with a particular office. Um, if you're passionate about a specific issue, I'm, I'm happy to make that connection. So that's a good thing about politics is we're definitely a small and tight connected realm that we're able to, you know, make these connections and get people in, into um, different positions and internship opportunities. So please feel free to reach out. So there we're just going to end it off. So yeah, it was great having you. Thank you. Thank you for all your work. Appreciate it.